This episode is brought to you by Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, a two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains to support healthy regularity and your gut, immune, and skin health. Optimize your gut health. Visit seed.com slash Spotify with code Spotify for 30% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are a regular listener. Welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, as well as my Blog Talk Radio community and those of you who may be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And, of course, once again, like last week, the sky is getting dark. They've got a few tornado warnings going on. So um, hopefully I won't have to end the show early. But, of course, if I do, I will let you know. It's always safety first. But I want to let you know that today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has over 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, tonight our topic is time to be well, and we have returning guest who also is on here on Blog Talk Radio, Ms. Caroline Sutherland. And of course, in the next half hour, we're going to do Taylor Tip Time. And of course, my product for the, suggestion for the week, app suggestion for the week, and my repurpose suggestion for the week. So before I bring on my interview with Caroline, because actually Caroline, because she's in the Pacific um, Northwest, she actually is hosting a a class, a workshop right now. So I did a pre-recorded interview of her, and it was a wonderful interview. So get your pens, your papers, or just make sure that you listen to this segment over again. I want to just share with you some reasons why. These are six reasons that successful people do during their lunch break. And I wanted to share this with you, and this is from the Time Management Ninja, because when I did a presentation a few months ago, one of the questions was, how do I take lunch? And that kind of just um, kind of struck a chord with me that, wow, people are actually out there and they are not eating lunch because they're working so hard. So I wanted to share with you six things that successful people do during their lunch break. And, again, this is from the Time Management Ninja. The first one is they make plans. Successful people like to make plans during their lunch hours. And this is a great time to reflect on what you have already done and plan out what the rest of your day is going to look like. Number two, actually take time off. 
Maybe the professional nerd glued to his seat isn't doing himself a favor by sticking to his work nonstop. Successful people actually make sure that they take time off and it actually reduces productivity levels for the next hour. So by not taking time off, you actually reduce your productivity time. The third thing is they eat right, which is what Caroline and I will be discussing. They eat right. So they make sure they don't stop during your lunch. It's a big no-no, but many people do that. So what you want to do is you definitely want to make sure that you they exercise. Some people actually exercise during um, their lunch break. Number five is they connect with others. They work, eat, work, leave schedule is not a good idea if you want to get far where you work. And successful people, they connect with other people. And number six is they catch up on some personal tasks. Successful people sometimes like to utilize their break by doing tasks they wouldn't be doing at work. For example, making personal calls, writing personal emails, sending texts, writing thank you notes, etc. So I'm going to just read down those six just one more time. They make plans, number one. Actually take time off is number two. Number three is they eat right. Number four is they exercise. Number five is they connect with others. And number six, they catch up on some personal tasks. So those are some things that successful people do during their lunch hour. But, again, I am excited to have an opportunity to interview fellow Blog Talk Radio host Caroline Sullivan of the Caroline Sullivan Show. And we talk about the importance of making sure you take time to be well time to exercise, time to eat right. Enjoy this interview that I had with Caroline Sullivan. Well, listeners, I am excited because, you know, I've been talking a lot about time. And this time is going to be how important it is for us to make time to be well, to live in optimum health, to be healthy. And I have joining me is Caroline Sullivan. She is a medical intuitive and she's an author She's a radio host here on Blog Talk Radio. She's a teacher. She's an innovative leader in the fields of nutrition and energy medicine. And Caroline is also the author of the Body Knows Books. And she has a vast clinical background as an allergy testing technician in environmental medicine, which is where her intuition gets developed. And Caroline's father and grandfather were both medical doctors. And as a child, the blueprint of her family lineage created important seeds for her future career as a medical intuitive. For almost three decades, she has lectured internationally, and her intuitive impressions have positively impacted the lives of thousands of people. And one of the things I love when I was reading Caroline's um, wonderful bio is, Optimum Health is Not a Mystery. So, Caroline, I thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me on the program, Janet. It's always a pleasure, and I agree with you. I just love it. It's my total belief is that if we give the body the tools, it knows what to do, and it will get us well. And it will, and it will. And as I was sharing with you, I call it my virtual green room before we actually go live, is... I've been meeting so many people because I'm in my 50s, so they're in their 50s, and they are so focused 
on doing a great job and being a great employee that they don't focus on the body. Because I try to tell them in order to be that great employee or that spouse or that, you know, grandfather, because some of my friends are grandparents now, you have to take care of yourself. So, you know, what are some of the, you know, I find some people focus on other things and not wellness. And really, what is the consequence of doing this, Caroline? Well, I'm now in my 70s, so I've had quite a while to put these pieces together. And I started by chance in my early 40s because I had the early warning signs of multiple sclerosis. And that was, you know, very worrying to me. Uh, my doctor said, well, we're not going to rule that out, but we're going to follow a different kind of a trail first. And that was she sent me off to a physician who specialized in environmental medicine, which is the branch of medicine that deals with the human body in relationship to the environment. In other words, everything a person's breathing, whatever they're eating, whatever they're coming in contact with, and the effects of those elements on that body. Well, it turned out that all of my symptoms that appeared to be like multiple sclerosis were really related to food allergies, to the common foods, most notably wheat. And, you know, I made my own bread in those days Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and did all my own baking and ate a lot of it. And so wheat flour was making me tired and giving me arthritis and giving me that feeling that I was spacey, so I was bumping into things. And then the other major allergen that I had or or sensitivity that I had at that time was milk products. All dairy products Mm -hmm. made me gain weight and have respiratory problems and ear infections and breathing problems. Those were the two. And then I was consuming way too much sugar and way too much coffee, three or four cups of coffee every morning. And so those four major things were taken out of the diet. And within four weeks, I was very well and very healthy. I dropped 15 pounds. I had my mental clarity back, my energy back. I had no more joint stiffness or pain, and I could walk in a straight line. So all of my symptoms cleared up in four weeks, and I knew that I had witnessed something that was very, very amazing and very incredible. And so I went on, and I'm going to get to your question, I went (laughs) on to pursue a career in environmental medicine and became an allergy testing technician for this particular medical doctor. Mm -hmm. And that's where my psychic gift switched on because we would see over 50 patients a day in the clinic and I would perform over 200 tests on each person. And in the process, I became very instinctive about where I needed to go in testing and what might be useful for them in terms of treatment and I would pass that information on to the medical doctor, and more than likely he would incorporate those suggestions into his treatment plan. And so what I would say to everyone who's listening is start where you are. Realize that a lot of the way, you know, a, a lot of what you are feeling, what your symptoms are, how this is manifested, literally is governed by the foods that you're eating. And so, again, these four major foods, the caffeine, the sugar, the dairy products, and the wheat products, if you just take a seven-day experiment, take all of that out for seven days. Don't use that for seven days. Use rice instead of wheat, or you can use sweet potatoes or yams. You could use those. 
You could use decaffeinated coffee instead of caffeine coffee. For sugar, you just have to keep that minimal because it is just a huge problem in terms of energy. So you can substitute that for a piece of fruit every day. And then the milk products are easy to avoid. You can tell what they are. They're white. You're pouring them. You're cutting the cheese. So mm-hmm. cut the cow's milk products out, but you can use sheep cheese or goat cheese, mm-hmm. or you can use um, almond milk instead in your coffee, and or at least your decaffeinated coffee, excuse me. So So just for that one week, switch out those things for the things I've suggested. And you watch what will happen. Your mental clarity comes flying back. You'll lose a few pounds. And your energy comes back and your joint pain and stiffness and you know, general pain that you have in your body will back off. And then the following week, you put all that stuff back in with a vengeance and you will feel those symptoms coming right back. Then you know, uh-oh, these things are problematic. So wherever you are, whatever you age, your age is, you start now. You don't say, well, you know, when I get to be 65, I'm going to start taking care of myself. Start now. I started at the age of 40, and I was immediately well and knew that this was nothing short of a miracle that I had witnessed. Then I translated what had happened to me into all of my books and lectures mm-hmm. and seminars and everything that I've done started with me as a patient. And I realized that this could potentially be universal with some variations. You know, different people have different food sensitivities. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. there's, there's going to be other things. I mean, there's going to be yeast and fungus, and there's going to be hormone issues and thyroid issues and boosting energy at a core level and just, you know, different things that you can work with. But those, those strategies, by changing the diet, are what would kind of be the biggest piece And then the second biggest piece would be to keep the carbohydrate grams low. Mm. And if you think of carbohydrate grams, in in simple terms, a a, a potato about the size of your fist is 23 grams of carbohydrate. Half a cup of cooked rice is 23 grams of carbohydrate. And, you know, like a rice cake is 13 grams of carbohydrate. Mm. A small amount of nuts that you can hold in the palm, you know, in your hand is five Mm -hmm. grams of carbohydrate. So keep the carbohydrate grams low, down between 30 and 60 grams per day, and then you will maintain your waistline. Because what happens as we progress in age is we lose our waistline because our carbohydrate metabolism goes down or becomes less, less effective, less efficient. So those are just some simple little things. And always start with the food because... It's simple, it's inexpensive, and that's where you're going to get the biggest change. And, and you're right about that, Caroline, because I changed my diet, and I was amazed at the clarity. It was, it was I could think clearer, um, and, and my girlfriend and I were doing it together, and she said, are you amazed at just the thoughts that come into your head now? I said, I'm amazed. And it's just getting, I guess, all of that stuff that doesn't belong out of our system and it just allows us to think clearer, feel better. And also, I recently had to have surgery, and people were so amazed because my recovery was so quick. Yeah. Um, but I prepared myself. I knew what I was going to have done. I prepared myself before. You know, I'm, I exercised. And then when I knew I was going to be home recovering for a week, I made sure I put nothing but healthy foods in the house. 
Um, yeah. So, you know, and I agree with you. You have to start, you know, where you are because I'm 50, so I know soon it will be 60, but, Caroline, I cannot believe you're 70. I mean, I keep looking. Every time <laughs> you turned, say that, I'm like, turned okay. I 71 yes, a couple of weeks ago, and it's like, oh, my gosh, Caroline. But, you know, I feel really good, and, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I just feel wonderful and energetic and, I'm happy and busy in, with my work, and I've got great relationships and a wonderful family, and I, I don't really have anything to, to you know, complain about. And, um, you know, I think, I think I'm just really lucky, but I'm watching it. You know, I must say, 71, you just don't know when it's time. The universe could just say, you know what, this is this yeah. girl's time. We're going to pull her out. Yeah. I have no idea, but I just yeah. do all my things. I think mm-hmm. another thing, too, that really keeps us uh, staying healthy First of all, well, drinking water, fair enough, and most people mm-hmm. are very aware of that. But getting a good night's sleep, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's easy to say, getting a good night's sleep, but sleep can be elusive, especially for menopausal women, because when progesterone declines, then sleep is a problem, not only the hot flashes and the night sweats, but actually getting down and getting to sleep, because when progesterone is low, it's very hard for that woman to settle down, relax, and get to sleep. So that's a big piece, but it is a big piece, I think, of aging well is having a good night's sleep and then really evaluating. And you and I had a great interview, you know, very recently mm-hmm. on my radio show about paring down and mm-hmm. getting some of the clutter and excess clothing and so forth, and you'll be interested to know that I'm well on my way with um, getting my that little pool, I think I told you, in my yeah. other storage closet. I got that done. I've got my my uh, winter coats in there, and I'm moving things around. And it's not done, but I'm 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 into it, and so I'm really pleased with with how I'm doing. Oh, that's great, Caroline. Well, you were always yeah. I mean, you, you you're always once you decide you're going to do something, you just go and tackle it and just do it. You don't put it on a list as you get done, you know, down the road. You just do it. But another question I wanted to ask you, and this came up recently. I went back to my alma mater, Pierce College, and Mm -hmm. spoke um, for the business division conference. And one of the questions the um, students asked me was, how do we make time for lunch? Because I feel like I can't eat lunch. And I said, but you have to have something. I said, I understand that sometimes, depending on where you're located, you may not be able to leave the building. I said, but you need to be able to pack something healthy Mm. because you need to be able to eat so many meals a day. And I wanted you to talk about that because they're saying, well, we don't have time for lunch and I can't leave my desk. I said, but you have to eat something. You, You have to put something in your body at that midday time. So, Carolyn, what, what do you Absolutely. think about that? Well, it, the best thing would be to get a gluten-free bread for anybody, to get a gluten-free kind of a, a bread. There's a millet and rice bread. There's almond flour bread. There's all kinds of different gluten-free breads. And make a sandwich that contains protein, deviled egg, chicken, roast beef, whatever the thing is. If the person's a vegetarian, then take the rice and the beans in a container and if you put a vinaigrette dressing with a small amount of rice and mostly beans and then chop up some chunks of goat cheese and put that in there and put a vinaigrette dressing over the top of it with, you know, you can put your salad greens in a separate bowl and use some of the vinaigrette on the salad greens 
or you can use the other portion of the vinaigrette onto your little bit of rice and beans with the chunks of goat cheese in there. Even if it's cold, it will be tasty. And then if you can get hot water, sometimes it's not that hard to get hot water. Other times it is difficult. But if you're um, in, in, a, in, a, in a stabilized place where you have somewhere to store things, one could always bring in an electric kettle. Or, you know, another really cool thing that works well is a mug with one of those little spiral um, oh, yeah. metal heater things, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that you can take when you're traveling. Yes. I have mm-hmm. one of those, and if I go, wherever I go, when I'm uh, speaking, I can't necessarily get hot water in my hotel room. And if I could get it, it tastes of coffee, and I don't drink coffee. Okay. So I use a mug that I can travel with and one of those little spiral metal kind of heaters that you can get at a um, sport, in a sport in sporting goods section of a, of, of a large department store or okay. REI or one of those uh, stores where they sell sporting equipment and mountain equipment co-op and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You can you can put those in, and then you've got your your water, and then you put that thing in, and then you hand carry your herbal tea and always carry some nuts with you, almonds, cashews, anything that is a fat and a protein will help to stabilize blood sugars because when you're learning and you're at school, you have to have stable blood sugars or you will not learn well. And you'll get hypoglycemic or you get skittery and lightheaded and kind of feel a bit dizzy. That's a sign of low blood sugar. And that's, I'm going to use that word, it's dangerous. You don't want that. And so always have that source of protein handy. And then, you know, even if you can pack a hard-boiled egg, for example, or some cold pastrami and Dijon mustard on a couple of wasa crackers, and half an apple, you know, just you don't need a whole bunch of fruit. Mm-hmm. And then your nuts and seeds, and you'll be fine with your, your lunch. I think it's easy to, easy to do. You just have to sit and sort of focus in on it a little bit to see how you can be somewhat yeah, creative. And I, yeah, and I try to tell people you have to be creative, like you said, but you also have to schedule in time. Even if you have to sit at your desk and you just don't have the opportunity to go outside. I even suggested to... Uh, one person where they work and they always have to be on the phone and answering customer service calls, and, and mm-hmm. they say, well, we only get short breaks. I said, even if you get a 10-minute break, I said, take the elevator downstairs, go outside, just stand mm-hmm. outside and feel the sun on your body for a few yeah. minutes and then and just go breathe. back in. I said, because mm-hmm. when you're in that environment all day long, I said, it does something to you. So just go out and just feel the air, feel the sun, look at the clouds, and then go back upstairs. So Absolutely. trying to give them some, some creative ways to, to schedule in time to to be healthy and well because every Sunday I look so forward to my walk with my um, neighbors, um, one's in her 80s, another one's in her 70s. Mm. I love the conversation, Sweet. Caroline. But I also like just seeing, you know, we get to see the trees and the ducks and the and the beautiful flowers and That's just the, the people riding by in their bikes or their skateboards, et cetera. So I think we all need that in order to, to be well and healthy. Yes, an appreciation. I think I think the appreciation really comes in as we progress in age. I mean, we can mm-hmm. ha- have the appreciation any time, but I think one is a lot more cognizant of that. And even something that you wouldn't think a person would appreciate, like the rain, you know? Mm. Oh, here's the rain. 
oh, there's something special about that, listening to the sound of it and what it's doing and a little bit misty through the trees and just, you know, interesting things like that. One develops more of an appreciation. And that, of course, is part of wellness as well. Instead of just zippity-doo-dah going through life hell-bent for leather and, 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 and not taking the time, as you, you've you mentioned, um, on your Sunday walks to um, to appreciate these very special things that we're so lucky to, to have. I mean, imagine where we live and what we had have in comparison to so many other people in other countries. And that is so true, and that is so yeah. true. Well, Caroline, I would like for you to share, like, what you you do during your daily routine, because I remember one time during our conversation, you had mentioned that you were going out to eat that one evening, and you had already knew what you were going to um, select on the menu because of what you had already planned for your day. And I just thought that was really smart and wise as well as healthy, too. Well, I, I pick certain restaurants to go to. I mean, I'm sorry to say this, and it, 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 this is not a, a judgment about Italian <laughs> restaurants, but I don't eat pasta at all. All pasta okay. will do is make me feel tired and sleepy and make my eyes droop down and my face all puffy, so I don't do that. I, I like a Thai restaurant. I will go for Chinese food if it's high-end Chinese food and not um, not one that has MSG in it. Um, I will very much like to go to a seafood restaurant where I can get a nice piece of halibut or some shrimp and, 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 uh, and salmon, that kind of thing. I like that with a salad. And most nights I'll have a protein and a salad or a protein and a vegetable and try mm-hmm. to keep those carbs low. I don't have any carbs at all for breakfast, but I might have a couple of wasser crackers for lunch mm-hmm. with um, some salmon and, and maybe a little bit of mayo mixed in on a salad. But um, as, as far as I'm concerned, my routine is if I can get my walk in, mm-hmm. I like to get that in early in the morning before I get into the day. And the, some of my days are quite busy with radio shows and teleconferences and client calls. And other days are free for me to be able to use the way I like, and that would be a day of being creative with writing something. Or it can be a creative pursuit. My One of my grandchildren is coming up with his seventh birthday, and he wants a new duvet cover and nice you know, sheet set for his bed. Mm-hmm. And so I'm having fun uh doing things with that I'm going to personalize it a little bit for him. Oh. And um so that's the sort of thing that I like and I like decorating and I might do a little touch up painting on something that needs a little touch up. I mean these are mm-hmm. fun things that I enjoy and I think mixing mm-hmm. mixing using the brain and using the hands um and sometimes cooking although I'm very very I I, I cook very Simply, I don't need anything fancy with sauces and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But mm-hmm. just being creative in different ways, I think, is is useful, and it makes for a joyful life. Mm. And it sounds like you have a wonderful, joyful life. And and you know, it's interesting because I love. I have my plants, so I mm. love taking time and just sometimes putting soil in them, repotting them. I enjoy that. And like you, there are times when I just want to do a little decorating or a little touch-up on some things, so I like doing that stuff as well. So that's good. But, Caroline, I want you to, of course, let everybody know about what you do, but also I want you to explain what you do as a medical 
medical intuition, like what does that involve? Well, medical intuition is the ability to see beyond the normal levels of perception into subtle levels that lie below the surface. And I've been doing this for many, many years, over 30 years now, and this gift started, um, came in very strongly when I started to be an allergy testing technician for the medical doctor who saw me and treated me way, way back in the early 1980s. So I became an allergy testing technician for him and in the process became extremely intuitive around the body. This is a skill that anyone can learn, and once a year in Bellingham, Washington, which is an hour and a half north of Seattle, I teach a training in medical intuition, which switches on that ability for people to be able to see. And I ask people to use photographs of friends or family members, tuning into them, picking up imbalances, not only on the physical, but also on the emotional level as well. And I, that's, the premise behind all of my books is that the body knows. It has a wisdom. And if we can tap into it, we can help that body to be well. And I love to teach, and all my books are teaching tools. And you can find them on my website, carolinesutherland.com. Some of my books are put out by Louise Hayes Publishing Company. Louise discovered me in 1999, and um, literally, you know, my career skyrocketed as a result of knowing Louise. And so some of my books are on Hay House, which is hayhouse.com. And then I have my weekly radio show on Blog Talk Radio, where I have a variety of subjects every Monday at 8 o'clock Pacific time. And then I have a weekly teleconference every Monday, and once a month, on Monday nights on my teleconference, I do a healing meditation, which is very special for people that are undergoing cancer or have serious illness, and they really find that that healing meditation is special for them. It's special for anyone, but most especially people who are going through health challenges. And so I do that and and t- do readings and, and take client calls and speeches here and there, which I love. And so you can find out about me on my website, carolinesutherland.com, that's C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E, and then Sutherland is S-U-T-H-E-R-L-A-N-D, carolinesutherland.com. And um, I enjoy my work very much. I don't know how long I'll be doing it, but I'm sort of of a rounded out kind of game plan going forward of another (laughs) four or five years, I think. So I'm, I'm very blessed. Oh, that's wonderful. And and mm-hmm. I just, okay, so you're in Washington so now. I have relatives in Tacoma, Washington. Oh, well, there you go. There. Well, Tacoma's just a little bit south of Seattle. Okay. And so my home and office is in Bellingham, and okay. that's where I do my training once a year is um, medical intuitive training, that is, in Bellingham. And then I also do two virtual gastric band trainings, and that's a very interesting hypnosis mm-hmm. procedure for weight loss that really, really gets results, and I am so mm-hmm. excited about that. And I've been a national trainer for that program for the last two and a half years, and I love it. And so I do two trainings a year in Bellingham also in that particular procedure. Because mm, that's the one where it's non-surgical and people yeah. have lost um, you know, weight. That's wonderful. Anything yeah. non-surgical is, is fantastic. It, it, it's quite a thrill. It really truly is to, to witness. I mean, I've got clients that have lost over 100 pounds and 44 pounds and 68 pounds and just with the power of the mind, there's no discipline and there's no dieting involved. It just shuts down the crazy eating that, that, that people just find 
is overpowering their lives. So that no longer exists after the first session. So it's very exciting. And that is wonderful. And and like you said, it's it's the crazy eating. Once we get past mm-hmm. the crazy eating and eat the way that we should for yes. our bodies, yes. we will be healthier, we will be more mobile, more flexible. We yeah. won't get tired when we go up and down the steps. So that oh, is Oh, yes. Well, we're so lucky. And just just to know that the body has that wisdom and it will do it, even if a person is, you know, literally quite... Uh, you know, they've got quite a lot of pain and they've got different chronic maladies, mm-hmm. that body knows what to do. And yeah. if we just give it the tools, it will do it. And it doesn't matter what age the person is. They can be in their 50s or 60s or 70s or beyond, and they will. their health will turn around. I mean, I just firmly believe that, and that's the premise that I work on and have been doing that for a long, long time. And I And I agree with you because for so long both of my parents had high blood pressure, hypertension, and everybody kept saying that I was going to get it. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just not. I'm just going to watch mm-hmm. my diet, and I'm not. And and when, mm-hmm. you know, people are amazed, well, what kind of medication you're on, I said, I'm not on any. Sure. I'm not on any. You know, high, high blood pressure comes certainly from caffeine and any stimulant. That's one mm-hmm. thing. And second of all, too many carbohydrates in the diet and not enough exercise. Those are some of the basics. And a person can have a propensity for that, and we do find that, well, through through our lineage, there was, you know, this health-related issue or that one. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that we have to succumb to that. And I go with that premise that if you treat your body properly and keep your stress down as much as you can, you will live well. And hopefully that is the case in my case. And 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 I and I hope and I and I hope it's the case in my case too. And and Caroline, I am trying to to motivate the rest of the Taylor family, especially yeah. when we get together for the family reunion. Just like oh, put that down, my. eat more of that. Yeah. Oh boy! Well, you do your best. Everyone's a sovereign soul. As long as we're taking care of ourselves, then and, we, that's all we can really do. And that's true. And that's true, Caroline. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule just to talk Aww. to us about how we can really make time to be well. It's not that hard. We can do little things, like you said, start where you are to be well. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Janet. Thank you. Hello, this is Lori Kennedy from Shred Patrol, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. And Audible, our sponsor, is offering a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download the title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Again, go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and start today. And my audio selection for this week is self-healing strategies, simple measures for protecting your health, staying well, and living together by Andrew Weil. And it says, he says your body wants to be healthy, just like Caroline said, our bodies want to be healthy. He is, of course, the expert in health. And he he teaches us how we can do it ourselves. So it's self-healing strategies, 
simple measures for protecting your health, staying well, and living together. Again, that's Andrew Weil, and that is my free audiobook selection suggestion for this week. Again, you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized to get your free copy. Well, that was an awesome interview with Caroline Sullivan. And, of course, I hope you listen to it again and again and again to just get her nugget. And, of course, listen to her show. Go to her website as well. But in Taylor Tip Time, I just wanted to kind of follow up with some things because we're talking about health and healthy eating. And I have a blog. Of course, you can go to JanetMTaylor.com. And I wrote a, a blog about spring cleaning your life. And really, it was a reflection of what I was going through at the time. So this week, I'm going to just share five of the things that I did when I was spring cleaning my life. First of all, I had to make changes in the way I took care of myself. And you need to take make changes in the way you take care of yourself. And that means making sure you do the doctor's appointments, making sure you exercise, making sure you eat right, making sure, as Caroline said, you sleep well. Your body needs to rest after a long day of doing what you do whether it's working outside the home, managing the home. Maybe you're taking care of somebody else, but you need to sleep. Number two, I let go of the negative. A lot of times we not only hold on to negative feelings, but we are surrounded by negative people in our lives, and we have to let them go. So the naggers and the complainers, just let them go. Number three, better manage your time. Saying no to others means saying yes to yourself. So making sure that you are doing with the 24 hours that you are given each and every day something you love to do. Yes, I know you've got those jobs out there, and you've got to do what you have to do to take care of your family. But then sometimes it's the other stuff that you're volunteering for. You're saying yes, and the whole time you're just, like, not happy and angry. So make sure that whatever you do in your spare time, it's what you want to do, Make sure you balance your time with family and friends. And number four, of course, as you're spring cleaning your life, make sure you make changes in your space. Let's get rid of the junk. Let's get rid of the stuff that's broken that we will never wear again because it's too small or just because it's too old and it's maybe dry rot. The stuff that's been shoved in the corner in a box for months, years, decades, that we will never use again. So let's get rid of that. And number five, let's learn something new as part of spring cleaning because now we're getting rid of the negative people. We're better managing our time. We're taking care of ourselves. We're making changes in our space. So what is that one thing that you need to learn? Maybe you need to learn some money management. Maybe and you're, you're, um, on this journey you need to eat a little healthier. Or maybe you want to learn a new language. So those were my five tailored tip time tips for spring cleaning your life. You can go to my website and go to my blog, JanetMTaylor.com, and click on Janet's blog, and you can read the article in its entirety. But one, make changes in the way you take care of yourself. Number two, let go of the negative people. Number three, better manage your time. Number four, make changes in your space. Get rid of the junk. And number five, learn something new. Learn something new. 
Well, the next thing, um, of course, is my mailbag. And I want to, of course, thank you for your tweets, your emails, your posts on Facebook. Thank you for all of you who are following me on social media, including Instagram, as well as those of you who are joining me in my blog talk radio community. I am so excited because I got a new phone. And um, so I'm able to at least communicate a little bit better and maybe a little faster with all of you out there. So I'm learning a new technology like everybody else. Um, And, of course, Today is Monday, so we all know what tomorrow is. It is Toss It Tuesday. And because in line with our topic tonight, unhealthy, salty, and sugary snacks that you have stashed in your desk drawer or secret hiding places in your home, let's get rid of them. Let's get rid of it. It's not good for us. And and start replacing it with some healthy things like nice little bags of apple slices or maybe the clementines or um, maybe some nuts and things like that, or dried fruits. So that's my Toss It Tuesday tip. And, of course, moving right along, my app suggestion for the week is Food Tripping App, and it's going to be your Android or your iPhone operating system. And you can find great alternatives to fast food wherever you are. For all of you travelers out there, especially you're traveling for business, it may be just vacation, or just because you like to just kind of just go out and about. Food Tripping locates the closest eateries, juice joints, farmer's market, microbreweries, and more. So whatever it is you're trying to look for, this will help. And, again, it's you can have your Android or your iPhone operating system. My product suggestion, because we're eating healthy, is an insulated three-piece lunch bag from the container store. And this lunch bag vacations or just jumping around, running around, I should say jumping around, running around. Because a lot of times you got errands going all over the city in the morning, in the mid-afternoon, in the evening. And, of course, a lot of you out there are managing your money, your budgets, so you really want to kind of look at how you spend. And it's a nice little thing to just have that around. The colorful style is attractive. It comes with a lunch bag, a sandwich bag, and a snack bag. So it could really um, get you throughout the day for all your lunchtime needs. So that's isolated three-piece lunch bag from the container store. And my repurpose suggestion, because we're kind of talking about healthy eating, whatever, is a spice rack. Someone used a spice rack, and they actually used it for jewelry now. They repurposed it. So instead of using it for the spices, they use it for jewelry. Now, all of from my app, suggestions for my product suggestion and repurpose suggestion, you can find all of that if you just go to my Pinterest page where I have tons of just suggestions and visuals and ideas on how you can be more organized and just how you can repurpose the stuff that may be just within reach to you. Um, So be sure to visit that page as well. And, of course, always go, make sure you go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And be sure to check out my free resources if you haven't already checked them out. The first one is 30 Minutes or Less, Simple Tips to Live an Organized Life. And that is where you get 30 tips that you can do in 30 minutes or less. Um, and also, and it's a free ebook. and then also you get a little email from me that asks you about your project. And um, also, the works on your project, um, and also um, that 
I can, I'm sorry, I got a little message about something about the audio, so that's why I kind of lost my train of thought. But anyway, I send you out an email, and it asks you about your project. If you send that email back to me, I will respond, ask you about your support, et cetera, and things like that as well. Also, um, I have another free ebook. It's 25 Tips ebook to Organizing Your Office. So that comes with 25 tips on how to organize your office, but also an audio on how to have a smooth morning routine. So those are my two free offers, my two free ebooks. And then, of course, you can always purchase my 101 Secrets to Living and Organized Life. Living and Organized Life. Well, as I shared with you in previous shows, I was excited about some upcoming things. We're definitely going to have our summer organizing camp, which starts July 7th. So we're excited about that. Um, it starts as of July 4th. Also, in the fall, we're going to do some interactive organizing classes, one for paper piles and one for junk drawer. Excited about that. The live events have been temporary postponed, so we will be having those. So just stay tuned. Make sure you're on our mailing list as well. So next week, I will be sharing some ways on just how to maintain organization in your home now that the kids are home because the kids are home. The kids have returned back from college. Everybody's got stuff everywhere between the papers and the clothes and the this and the that. So just some tips and techniques on how to regain order now that the kids are home. And then, of course, Father's Day will be coming up, so we will be celebrating Dad. And, of course, um, my colleague and dear friend Valerie Anderson will be joining me, and we'll just be sharing some of the things we learned from our father um, as growing up. And, of course, we will be ending the month with doing business virtually with Berenia Robinson and Lynn Edwards. We'll be talking about the iCloud, the benefits as a business person to do business virtually, which that's the way to go, and how it can benefit you, how it can cut your costs, how it can make you more effective and efficient. So that will be, we'll be rounding out month of June with that topic. And, of course, all of you who know that I'm a planner, I am already working on July through the rest of the year. So I'm excited about some of the topics that I will be bringing to you. And, of course, if there is a topic that you would really like for me to talk on that deals with any type of organizing, please make sure you go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And go to my contact page and just say, hey, Janet, you know, this is an area that I think people would like to be more organized. And just shoot it to me because I would love to hear from you. Well, my quote for the week is, to keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep our minds strong and clear. And that's from Buddha. Again, to keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep our minds strong and clear. Buddha. And as I shared with um, in the interview, yes, um, those of you who have been listening know that I had surgery. And if you're just joining the show, actually the plan was I was having surgery on a Thursday. I figured I would be home on a, on by that Saturday, which would give me a couple of days to rest before I host the show on a Monday. Well, of course, things happened that were not planned. I did not get released from the hospital until about 5 o'clock that Monday, which meant that 
by 8 o'clock that evening, I was actually doing the show. And I tell you, if I had not taken care of my body, eaten right, did some exercise, I would not have been able to host your show. And, of course, I host it because I know all of you out there um, are so faithful and so loyal, and I did not want to, like, disappoint you and not do the show when I didn't have a backup because I figured I would be doing it. But I'm saying all that to say that you just never know, but it's always important and key to to take care of your body. And like Caroline said, start where you are. Okay, so maybe you need to exercise. Well, maybe instead of taking the elevator all the way up, maybe just take, a, take the elevator. If you work on a fifth floor, take the elevator up to the fourth floor and take a flight of steps up. Um, maybe at lunchtime, walk around the block with a coworker. Um, start replacing things. Okay, yes, you've got all the sugary and the salty snacks in your drawer, but after you eat one candy bar, maybe repl- instead of buying another one, replace it with some fruits and nuts. Replace it with some apples. Replace it with some type of fruit. So just a little bit, a little bit, because I did, you know, what Caroline has done. I've gotten rid of the white rice, the white bread, the white sugar, I drink almond milk now. I don't drink regular milk. I got rid of all that stuff, and I can't tell you, at 51 going on 52, I feel a lot healthier than I did when I was in my 20s. I have a lot more energy, a lot more clarity, more focus. Um, I can actually race a 14-year-old. I mean, you know, who won? It's still up to the judges, but I can at least do it um, because I know so many people my age and older who can't do that. So I hope you will you know, take into consideration what was shared on this show and listen again and again. Start where you are because to keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep our minds strong and clear, Buddha. Well, I truly, and yes, it, um, we weathered the storm, so no storm came this way. Yay, I'm so happy. I hope you join me next week because that's when I will be sharing with all of you that the kids coming home from all different directions and and locations, and they just come with their stuff that um, to make sure that your home maintains some order while they are back. So I want to thank you for listening. I want you to be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And I also want you to make sure you visit my website at JanetMTiller.com. And until next time, I want you to have an organized day. But most of all, I want you to have a clutter-free week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.